0: An Atlantic man awaiting trial in Cass County, arrested for a stabbing incident last week in Blair, Nebraska. Good afternoon. Here's a look at KSOM, KS95 News. According to the report provided by the Blair Police Department, 30-year-old Anthony Assay was charged with third-degree assault, second-degree assault, As well as charges of possession of a deadly weapon by a prohibited person in driving under revocation. The third degree assault charge is for punching a male victim in the face numerous times. The second degree assault charge is for stabbing the male in the left arm with a knife that caused a serious injury. The laceration is approximately one half inch long and required stitches. He's also charged with the use of a weapon to uh, commit a felony. The incident occurred August 11th at Petromart at 454 South 19th Street in Blair. Following an investigation, say was transported to Washington County Corrections. say has an ankle monitor as part of his pretrial release in Cass County. say was set to go to trial on September 27th on charges connected to a stabbing incident on Cedar Street back in May. In July, a jury found a say not guilty on the charges of attempted murder, arson first degree, and assault causing bodily injury in connection with a house fire on Cedar Street on May 4th. Glenwood Police Department reporting the arrest of 27-year-old Cody Wentz of Council Bluffs arrested Tuesday for forgery. Bond was set at $5,000 cash or surety. Creston Police Department arrested Patrick Nolte of Stewart at the intersection of Fremont and Elm on Monday evening for intent to manufacture or deliver methamphetamine. Nolte was transported to the Union County Jail, where he will wait to be seen by a magistrate. Cass County Board of Supervisors this morning discussed the possible sale of county-owned farmland. The farmland, which includes row crop and pasture ground, is adjacent to the old Willow Heights building southwest of Atlantic. Here's board chairman Steve Beyer.
1: Overall, we're very pleased with the liquidation of the Valley Business Park assets and being able to have those to use for economic development. I know some of you have been considering the sale of this land as a possible source of funds to, to help a housing fund of some sort for the county. Uh, also, some of you also expressed that uh, whether we as a county should have farmland that's off the rolls and be functioning as landlords is really an appropriate
0: thing. The board approved a motion to notify the current tenants by the end of the month that the board may take action that will affect their ability to rent the land in the future. Buyers said they will have to hold public hearings.
1: We do want to have public hearings because if there's a, a strong reason why the county should re- retain ownership of farm ground, we need to hear that.
0: The board... Supervisor John Harkoff. We
1: don't have any intent for anything else. Uh, the public purpose is long gone. Uh, so we're doing another public purpose that's more meaningful. I can't see there would be any issue on that end. I just want to double check on whether the tax is still a possibility.
0: In other activity, the supervisors approved an ARPA funding request in the amount of $4,919 to the city of Cumberland for an exercise machine at the Cumberland Wellness Center. The largest bull in the entire state of Iowa is named Albert and lives in Audubon. No, we're not talking about the giant statue in the park. This particular Albert is owned by Randy and Crystal Dreyer and consumed approximately 90 pounds of feed and 15 gallons of water per day. The 3,042-pounder from Dreyer Angus is the 2022 winner of the Iowa State Fair's Super Bowl Contest.
1: Yeah, so we've had cattle for many, many years and sold bulls. But in the past, we haven't had anything that would have you know, been able to do that. So we entered it last year It's a bull we had sold to a customer and then bought back when they were done using it. So he came to the fair last year and got second, of a little under 2,890 pounds. And then we fed him since last fair, so this fair, uh, we added about 150 pounds to his weight um, to get him to where he is today.
0: Randy Dreyer was asked what Albert ate.
1: A lot. The goal is just to get him to eat food in general. Um, like any animal, just calories and consumption is what gets you there. But the diet consists of just corn and protein, oats and hay. So uh, nothing real fancy or any special feed ingredients. Just the fact of keeping his consumption high.
0: Dreyer reports a whole experience brought with it. A lot of interaction with fair attendees. The one
1: thing that's interesting to me and I find value in is engaging with the public about Albert. So the fairgoers are very diverse from very knowledgeable about agriculture to, you know, very little experience. So um, the reason my voice is hoarse is because I spent hours and hours um, talking to people about Albert, answering questions, explaining important things like meat safety, animal husbandry, uh, genetics, like uh, all the things that we as farmers do every day. But, you know, we don't really think it's that big of a deal or talk about it much. But to the public, um, those are topics and issues they don't really engage much about so that they have an interesting opportunity for them to engage with the producer about you know, some of the meat products they eat, um, where they come from, how we make breeding decisions, and, and the things we do on the farm.
0: Our full conversation with Dreyer about his bull named Albert, the five-and-a-half-year-old, is posted on our website. You can see a picture of Albert along with Randy Dreyer and family posted at westerniowatoday.com. A dozen new hires by the Atlantic Community School District were introduced to the Rotary Club on Tuesday. The new staff members all got an opportunity to tell the group a little bit about themselves and a superintendent, Steve Barber, also addressed the Rotary Club. Just recently,
1: um, the national news reported that there's uh, 380,000
0: teacher job shortage throughout the country. So it it is critical. (laughs) Barber did admit there were difficulties filling all their vacancies, but he's thankful for the people they've found. So we
1: can sit and talk and dwell on
0: the things that we're we're challenged with and continue to work on, but uh, today it's very important that we uh, recognize we have a
1: bunch of quality people here that's going to start in the Atlanta Community School District. Uh, They started actually this morning, and they're going to make a big difference in the lives of
0: our kids. The school year starts on August 23rd. Atlantic Park and Rec Board approved the resignation of Ashley Hayes during their meeting last night. I've been offered a great opportunity to use my knowledge and skills within the public sector at Southwest Iowa Planning Council Uh, due to their bylaws and policies individuals employed with them cannot serve in publicly elected positions due to the potential conflict of interest. As I will be directly working with grant administration, I cannot put the Atlantic Parks and Recreation Department at jeopardy of losing grants and funding due to the potential perception of unfair advantage given. Hayes began her term on the board in 2019, and the term was set to end in 2025. City Clerk Barb Barrick explained that the appointed member will only serve until the next election, so when there's an election in 2023, that position will be elected for just two years. The board thanked Hayes for her years of service, and Chairperson Jolene Smith said the City Council will vote on Wednesday whether to appoint a member or hold a special election. If the City Council votes to appoint someone, those interested in the position can put a resume in a sealed envelope and deliver it to City Hall between August 18th and 24th. We will take them at a probably a special meeting because we'd like to get somebody in the seat by September meeting and review them, and the board will appoint the replacement. Then it will go to City Council for their either rejection or approval. In other action, the board approved funding an engineer's study in the amount up to $11,150 for the sports complex expansion. The expansion would add several new soccer fields near the Little League Complex. I'm Bennett Blake for KSON, KS95 News.